0: Every once in a while, a product comes along that changes everything. And that product is Aura.
1: Aura is an easy to use app that includes everything families need to protect their identities, money, passwords, devices, and more. It's really easy to set up and has everything you need. So you don't have to download seven separate apps to get things like parental controls, antivirus, ID theft, and transaction monitoring and more.
0: You get everything at one affordable price. What makes Aura different, you say? It's simple to set up. It protects against today's and tomorrow's threats, and with parental controls to let your kids explore the internet safely, filter harmful sites, apps, and manage screen time easily. Online safety for today's digital safety. It's tech that grows with you and your family. Browse safely,
1: surf smartly, Aura comes packed with all the tools you need to protect you and your family from the online threats you can't see. Our listeners will get a 14-day free
0: trial of Aura for individuals, couples, or their family by going to aura.com/potential. That's aura spelled a-u-r-a dot com/potential. Once again, get your first 14-day
1: free trial of Aura by going to aura.com/potential. Protect what's important. Proactive protection for your assets, identity, family, and tech across every device. And remember, know your potential. the latest in movies, TV
0: series, video games, books, and more. This is Potential Picks. Hello and welcome back to another edition of Potential Picks. I'm your host, Chris Dewar. I'm joined by my co-host and fellow survivor, Taylor Sokol. Today we're reviewing the Japanese kaiju film, Godzilla Minus One. This is the latest Godzilla movie produced by Toho Studios, and this is written and directed. By Takashi Yamazaki. This is actually kind of interesting. Me and Taylor are fans of of Godzilla. Seen plenty of Godzilla movies. I haven't seen a ton of the traditional old Japanese ones. I've seen a few, but there's been a slew of films. This is like the 30th, 33rd film in the Toho Godzilla film franchise. Of course, we have the American ones we've been going on lately, you know, Godzilla, Godzilla, King of the Monsters versus Kong. We have a new one coming out next year. But this is a whole different, you know, film. And we both did not even like see a trailer for this film. We just heard such good word of mouth. It was like, if I have a chance, I gotta go see this. And did not disappoint. So we're not gonna talk major spoilers today, but Taylor. What's a brief synopsis for Godzilla Minus One?
1: So Godzilla Minus One um, starts um, kind of the backdrop of World War II. This is towards the end where, um, you know, the tide of war is changing. Uh, J- Japan, you know, know that they're going to be losing. And, you know, when they started using kamikaze pilots and whatnot. And we, we follow this main uh, character, uh, uh, Kochi. Is uh, a kamikaze pilot who, um, you know, he feigns issues uh, with this uh, plane and to, um, you know, avoid his duty of being a kamikaze pilot. And there uh, he encounters what legend speaks of Godzilla. And so we're dealing with uh, post-war Japan as they deal with the emergence of this Godzilla or kaiju. As they call them, so yeah, we really we were excited to check it out. I mean, I I saw like bits and pieces of like picture stuff, but I didn't like sit and watch the full trailer. Um, But yeah, we we had said we need to review this film because we have heard nothing but great things. It's got like the highest rating on all the film sites, and um, the pictures and the effects looked amazing. So yeah, I um, you know, seeing this film, I you know what I really loved is the fact that. They, you know, some of these films can kind of feel like it's just a monster movie and the, the characters are fodder for the slaughter, if you will. Um, But it's a really human story. And I think that's what really surprised me is how much you care about a lot of these characters and these players in this in this film as they're trying to figure out how to fight against this monstrosity and uh you just kind of see that they're dealing with a lot of stuff and and it's a really great allegory to um any of these kind of post as a post-war film any country feeling like you know you know trying to rebuild after such a a terrible tragedy or when you're it's kind of really it was really interesting that they went this route and setting it in that time period
0: yeah i thought it was pretty incredible the storyline they came up with for the humans Which then Godzilla plays his part of really being this just this devastation, being this incredible force that is here to cause destruction. This is not a nice Godzilla. You know, I don't think this Godzilla necessarily has like a like a vendetta against people. That's just what he's built for. He's built to destroy. And that's always been, you know, the allegory of war is this version of Godzilla. So to have this. Fighter pilot who is dealing with the shame of not fulfilling his duty, the cowardice of why should I give up my life for maybe a war I don't believe in, to then turn that into a really personal story of why he is kind of joining these other characters that all have the same mission in mind of now it's no longer, you know. Just survival. It's we got to stop this thing or millions of people are going to die.
1: Yeah.
0: And it really becomes like the hero's journey very much within the story of, you know, you have these other central characters. You know, there's a girl that basically takes shelter with him and she has taken on this small child that her mother died. So they kind of become this pseudo family. Mm-hmm. You have the next door neighbor who. Lost both of her children due to the war, so she kind of helps out, and then it, it gave me a very Jaws vibes. So but we have this kind of group of guys on this boat who are all kind of ex Navy guys who you know, it was actually really cool. I thought it was probably actually historically true of these wooden ships that would go out to take down mines that were left, you know, from the war. So that was yeah. a kind of cool way that they tied in. Some like real stuff I felt like of what was the time period? Yeah, it was, this it wasn't like story. yeah,
1: it wasn't like he was just uh, oh, I got a job as a a, a fisherman. <laughs> just sitting no. out there. yeah, it wasn't it was actually uh,
0: a, yeah. a worthy job that then you kind of care for those characters as well, the the three guys on the boat. So that was like our main group of humans. and uh, you know, one of the most amazing things about this film, and we've seen a slew. Of films this year that have had these insane budgets these insane you know hundreds of millions of dollars to make and many that are not making their money back this movie cost around 15 million dollars yeah that is cheaper than like an episode of game of thrones Mm -hmm. it's insane i will say in terms of cgi This Godzilla is maybe not as polished as, like, the big American budget ones, but he looks fantastic. Yeah. And all the scenes with him were so fun to watch. This Godzilla is, like we said, he's intense, he's mean, and the way they do him attacking things, his, you know, it's very much designed like the old school Godzilla. It's yeah. very much keeping with that original um, design.
1: Well, it's it's and it's it, funny that and it's funny that you talked about Jaws. That was like uh, the director Yamazaki. Oh that was God. what part of his inspiration. And I mean, there's this. You know, we're not spoiling uh, the film for you, but there's this one scene where they're like trying to like, you know, full throttle with this boat, and you just see it coming <laughs> after them underwater, and you're like, run, run. So there's like these intense moments. Where, like, you don't really. I mean, you know that people are going to die in these Godzilla films, but you really don't know who's going to be safe or who's not. Uh-huh. And you really feel for these characters. And I was like, Oh my gosh, it was some good. And to see this in theaters, my goodness, just the sound to get it on the best screen, the biggest speakers, I was literally blown away figuratively, and literally with the, the sound quality of this film.
0: Well, you know, I have, you know, the kind of battle moments where he's attacking Whatever, especially the the big scene where he's attacking the city. It's the music too. They bring classic elements into the score of the original Godzilla movies that, dun, 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 you know, and it really does bring this kind of like <laughs> Godzilla is kind of a badass coming into town. And it's, you know, just imagine everyone being like, oh my God, look at that thing. And it's just, you know, yeah. tearing up the city. His atomic breath was insane and i mean we've had some really cool atomic breaths they really give this detail that like this thing is a nuclear weapon itself like it is a blast that is has its initial damage and it has its after effect Yeah, and i just was so impressed with all the detail work in terms of again combining the time period the history with these wonderful characters and a Godzilla that was thrilling to watch. And the movie leaves it open to potentially doing a sequel. And the director himself has talked about, I kind of like when a movie ends in a way where it's not fully an ending.
1: Yeah. There's no, there's no pretty little bow written. It's like, there's,
0: yeah, it's like, you know, you could consider this its own thing and maybe that's it, but you know, the movie's doing very well. And I would actually love to see a sequel because This guy really gets it. He gets how to make you feel for the human characters, which we can't say any of the American ones have. No one (laughs) gives a crap about the human characters in the American films. We just want to see Godzilla fight King Kong, and we have a good time with that. But I was really impressed by the acting. And I was trying to look at if, if any of these actors, you know, some films i might have heard or recognized but it makes me want to look into more of their work because a lot of these japanese actors were just fantastic and i really hope this director takashi yamazaki has talked about his interest in wanting to do a star wars film i would hope lucasfilm who's been having a lot of issues lately having any films get made would look at something like this which is quite a success so far i mean it's not splashing the box office like crazy, but for a $15 million film, it's making its money. Maybe this is the kind of directors that need to be telling big stories with you know good versus evil and all that stuff. Because man, this film is awesome. And it's, again, in a year where we've had some really great films, we've had some so-so films, we've had some big disappointments. This one kind of snuck in and it's not even like, that advertised. It's yeah. one of the best films I've seen all year.
1: And, some, and maybe that's something you said about it. Like, don't, don't put all your money in the marketing, put your money into, you know, a great story, good actors and, you know, and, and that kind of thing. And that, that's, that's why I love it. It's like this. It's like the sleeper hit of the, of uh-huh. the end of the year that I'm like, Oh my goodness, this is great. And I really hope that, you know, we've seen with parasite winning big, yeah. In the States. I would love to see if this could be a contender because being, a, and just for the record, everyone, this is uh, in Japanese with English subtitles. You know, I don't really flock to those films. It's nothing against it because sometimes it's a little challenging to do, it, but I really enjoyed it. I love the humor. I love the heartbreak. Everything was really good. This film. Yeah. Um, I want to see more of these. I want to see more of this director. Uh, and I do how they left it off. I hope that they either continue with the storyline with the character something. And of course, there's a slew of uh, other monsters that Godzilla can uh, face. And uh, so for my money, this is a great film, everything that you want in a Godzilla film and more. So I'm going to give this, honestly, I'm going to give this a, I'm going to give this a 9.5 out of 10. I really love this great time. Uh, I go see it again. And yeah, just so great.
0: Yep. I'm also going to give it a 9.5 out of 10. It's a thrill to watch they nail it with what you want from a monster movie and nail it from what from a human story. The combination is flawless. It's perfect. It's just a visual treat. And again, I respect a movie that kind of came out of nowhere and surprised me in a year with some big movies and some ones that we were looking forward to and turned out to be quite, quite a dud. So go out and you can still see Godzilla minus one, I think with the momentum, it might be playing for a few more weeks in theaters, but see it while you can on the big screen. Get that big picture and sound. And that was this edition of Potential Picks. Thanks for listening to The Potential Podcast. You can follow us on Instagram and Facebook at The Potential Podcast or on Twitter at The Potential Pod. Or you can email us. Send
1: us your positive feedback and thoughts, suggestions and more through our email the potential
0: podcast at yahoo.com i'm your host chris doer and i'm your host taylor sokol stay tuned for more episodes on pop culture entertainment and nerdum. and remember know, know your, your potential, potential.